0: You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic.
2: All right, folks, before we get started, I think that we need to uh rate this episode. How would you rate this?
1: I'm going to say NC-17, if you're around any small children while you're getting ready to listen to this episode, you may want to pick a different episode or uh, wait for a different time because some of the subject matter we're going to be discussing is adult in theme and some of the artists as well. Um, It would be best if uh, children were not... Um yeah, present. That's not something they need to hear just yet. Anyway, a little while, let the world, you know, ruin them. Yeah, before we do. (laughs) So there's your first and only warning
2: that you'll have. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in with us. We are over a hundred on our Facebook, and we appreciate so much you guys taking the time to like it. Thanks, friends. Yes. All right. Now your country music news. The C2C festival in London is already underway. It's a massive festival that happens every year. Of course, COVID put a dent in it, but a really cool video has surfaced of Ed Sheeran joining uh, Luke Combs on stage,
1: which Ed was a
2: uh, yeah. It, it was it was really cool. You know, yeah.
1: Ed Sheeran is a great talent himself, and you got Luke Combs, just a complete powerhouse. So that's an interesting uh, duo and I'm sure it was a crowd pleaser. Absolutely. What do you got? Dolly Parton has uh, pulled herself out of the running to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. She said she was not worthy of the award and says that uh, she is working on a rock album. And after it comes out, she will be more than happy to allow herself to be you know voted in which i understand that she's doing that but it's i mean the rock and roll hall of fame in cleveland ohio it's not just rock and roll i mean michael jackson's in it he's more pop he's the king of pop um and johnny cash is in it it's every type of music but I respect that she's you know saying she's not worthy of it, and I appreciate the fact that she is willing to uh, take her name out of the nominee list just so you know she can work on a rock album and make it in on her own.
2: Yeah, that's pretty impressive. But when it comes to Dolly, I just can't think of anything that. uh, that she i mean she's just she's everything in a package to me you know she's one I mean. of the
1: greatest entertainers that ever graced this planet exactly and she is worthy of it but she's extremely humble and that's one of the parts that everybody's loved about you know Dolly from you know the point where she grew up in the hollers of you know <clears throat> eastern tennessee i mean going in this year she was you know nominees alongside of you know, Beck uh, Pat Benatar yeah, Duran Duran, yeah, you know, Eminem, the <clears throat> uh, Judas Priest, uh, Rage Against the Machine, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, a tribe called Quest, yeah, Dionne Warwick, among a couple others. So she had just as yeah you know, chances as any, you know, getting in this year. But in her mind, she wants to wait. She wants to wait, and and, and she doesn't want to be inducted this year for whatever reason. So uh I mean yeah kudos. She's humble but she don't need to be. I mean she she should yeah. She's she's done more than enough to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely. I'll forever be a huge fan of her. She's a class act and one of a kind. Yes she is. Now uh on the news also
2: Mr Alan Jackson some sad news this week he announces his farewell tour it's called the last call tour they're going to be making stops a little bit of everywhere so happy to see that he's going to be stopping in Kentucky at Rupp Arena I mean I'm telling you what when I seen him in person it was the first time that I had seen somebody that I remember burning the cd up in the seventh grade I mean it was Alan Jackson
1: and as everybody knows, I'm not a gigantic you know, country fan, but way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than the Hoochie Coochie. Everybody knew that song. And that was a huge song. He, in himself, is a legend. I know I say that a lot. You know, you had Dolly, but Alan Jackson's right there with her. I mean, he's, I actually, he was the first country concert I ever went to. It was in Louisville, Kentucky at Freedom Hall, a part of the uh, state fair, you know, festivities that they have every year. Um, it was, I think, 2002, spring 2002, because he had just came out with, uh, where were you in the world? Stop you know, turning is about you know, September 11th. Um, he hadn't had it out very long. And I'll tell you, it was extremely moving. In the crowd there with the lighters, yeah, you know, burn your fingertips. And yeah, everybody's singing along. It was, there's a lot of, you know, tears that were shed that night. Yeah. Alan Jackson's
2: one of the true great. And folks, if you haven't seen him, you need to get on out because he is also a man of his word. And if he says this is over, This is over. It's not going to be no Garth Brooks where, you know, he comes back later on. He is battling some health issues, and we will continue to keep him in our prayers. All right. Now, the last part of the news, which is kind of comical. I love it. Mr. Wheeler Walker Jr. was removed from the Country Music Hall of Fame this week for protesting Florida Georgia Line. That's right. The actions of him, this doesn't come as a surprise, folks. He has recently went on social media and asked his fans to cancel him. Hashtag cancel Wheeler before his upcoming album released on April 15th, which the name of that album is Sex, Drugs and Country Music. He said we will be offended inappropriately. Therefore, he wanted to go ahead and be a step ahead of that and give listeners a strong warning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you what, when you talk about Outlaw, he fits right in perfect with this episode. He he for sure does. <laughs> you know, and, and 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 the Florida Georgia Line thing. I mean, I get it. I see it completely. And it's just oh uh, I mean they define bro country. They really do. I mean, it's just so much of this auto-tune, T-Pain-sounding music. I mean, if you just think about their first hit, okay, it started out with, uh, yeah, when I first saw her in that bikini top, she was popping right out of the South Georgia water. I mean, it's just so difficult for me to sit through and listen to that garbage. I mean... I never thought I would I've say this. I've heard hundred
1: other songs that like that. So that's just not that's not garbage. Yeah. Now it's not I country know, music. Yeah, it's not country music. I
2: would rather listen to fucking Backstreet Boys as a would Florida Georgia Line.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but you have an NSYNC sync poster right behind you right now. Yeah. Well, I, you know what, I would, I would almost rather have one of those as Florida Georgia Line.
2: I mean. <laughs> hey. It is the worst thing the that point ever point. happened in country music, Florida, or line. I mean, oh, but anyways, I mean, <laughs> they're famous in their own right and they're talented in their own right, and but they have no face. fucking right to be in the country music hall of fame at, for nothing.
1: Mm. I mean, they may have created like a new type of country music, but, you know the country that we know and love they're not a part of that no it, it's yeah something new and they have their fans they did i mean i respect that there are people out there that i would not I mean, you could not pay me to listen to like Cole yeah well he's he's number one yeah but in yeah country music that is but I mean, there there are some people that I absolutely think have no talent whatsoever, and I would not take a thousand dollars just to listen to one song. But actually, I probably would just to listen to a song. But whatever, I'm not I'm I'm not going to a concert and have to listen to them all night. But anyway, like if they have their own set of fans, you kind of have to respect it, but. doesn't mean i have to have to like it and doesn't mean that we have to say oh that's country music because it's not it's not country it's pop pop.
2: yeah and and that that's that's like Marin morris okay i mean she she did have one song that that i thought uh was worthy which was the bones and i think that it was a, a really good song i do but what pisses me off is when you know they have a song that she had which was called my church and she name drops you know johnny cash and hank williams when i could almost put a thousand dollars on it that she couldn't cover a verse of any of their fucking songs i mean i know it sells i know that it sells i know that it sells but it's just bullshit that you know, they're they're selling something that's just name-dropping trucks and ball caps and beer and just, you know, it just don't seem real. Like the new Cody Johnson album, okay? He's got a – you can't, you know, talking about going fishing with your grandfather because there's going to come a time when you can't. Mm-hmm. It's just more real stuff. I mean yeah. – and, you know, I could be wrong, but I feel like you have all of this bro country drama that is like – choking the life out of country radio that's keeping people like Tyler and Sturgill push back from being on the radio per se, right. because you've got all this garbage in the way. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. Why do you not like you know, Marin Morris? She's just number one that she's got that resting Karen face. Okay. Number <laughs> one, number one, number two, you know, uh, she, She just doesn't seem real to me. I mean, like I said, I would give her credit on The Bones. I think that's still to date the greatest song that she's ever come out with. But to me, she is the female version of Bro Country. Okay. Just my opinion. I I
1: was just curious. I hadn't heard. And opinions
2: are like Ford Mustangs. Everybody has
1: one. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No matter how shitty they are, everybody has one. Right.
2: right. I've never
1: been a fan of Ford Mustangs. I don't know why.
2: Yeah, me either. There was a time that I wanted one when I was like 17, didn't know any better. But uh, anyways, that's all that I have to say on that. How about you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you said everything for everybody. So I
2: think we're good. All right. So the number one country song this week. Surprise this folks because it's already been a number one three weeks ago it was a welcome number three back. or two two weeks ago it was a number two it is by dirt once again is a number one welcome back yep and here we go to our 15 seconds of fame 15 seconds of fame is Wheeler Walker Jr. (laughs) Straight out of Lexington, Kentucky. Now, I know that our 15 seconds of fame is normally somebody who is not famous, but I feel like that we need to give this guy something because I don't know if we'll ever do an episode on him, but I know that he's not on country radio. And, I mean, he's countryer than Florida Georgia Lion in my book. He can't
1: be on country radio. (laughs) I know,
2: right? Everybody would freak out. But anyways, the guy's hilarious. I know. He's not somebody that you want to play around your kids. No. But I did see a really cool video of Snoop Dogg rocking out to this song right here. i mean he's he's funny <laughs> he's funny,
1: I just yeah, wonder he if he could do me, he reminds me of Rodney Carrington, he does, Except but a little Rod, bit he doesn't more have the voice that Rodney Carrington had, and he takes it a whole nother level, oh he yeah, goes on what Rodney did, and yeah, <laughs> well, here's the last
2: one that I'm gonna play for him, and uh you guys go tell us what you think.
3: Drop them out, let me see them titties going to take along. Look at those tig old bitties. There go, looking nice. Nipples looking real pretty. Come on, let me get her at your boots. Drop them out, let me see them knockers going to take along. Look at those big ham pockers just squeezing together while I play with my cocker. Come on, let me get her at your boots. Drop them out, let me see them flabbies.
1: Yeah, we can't end this without playing this next song. Uh, this this is how I was introduced to him. In Playing. Yeah.
3: Friday night, I just got off work. My boss man, he's such a jerk. So after work, I went to his house, I ate his wife's pussy, and kicked his ass. Eating pussy and kicking ass.
2: perfect wow what what a killer wheeler walker jr is folks yeah yeah and you just wait to the last verse yes
1: it's, it's fantastic
2: by all case, right surprise now without further ado this is who we are going to be talking about this week folks That's right, folks. Ryan Upchurch is one of the... I mean, he's just a badass, right? He is. He is,
1: is that safe to say? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I didn't even know he he made music. Really? Time. I, I just thought he did funny videos. Yeah, I mean, the but guy's hilarious. Yeah. That's like, what he started as. Yeah. Uh, I really... I had no clue. And then I saw him rapping. Yeah. Country songs, but he actually has a few that I enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. I I wasn't expecting to like them, but. Well, you know,
2: he was, uh, his birth name is Ryan Edward Upchurch. He was born May 21st, 1991. Now the number one country song that time was Mr. Doug stone in a different light, which is a, a killer tune in itself, and uh, what cooler of an artist to have with a number one on your birthday? Then I'm somebody telling you what, we
1: have a connection with actually
2: we really do, and Mr. Doug Stone's gonna be coming on the show before long. He's in yep. the middle of his tour right now, so we're just kinda trying to work out the the times with them to get Mr. Doug Stone on. I actually
1: show. reviewed his latest acoustic album. So. did you really? Yeah, What'd you yeah. think of it? I thought it was uh thought it was really cool. It was like I took a trip down nostalgia lane and except it was just broken down and more intimate. Yeah, he's like the juggernaut of nineties. Yeah, he's yeah, you're reading
2: my review. <laughs> <laughs> I stole that little line there. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of juggernaut, I, I mean Mr. Upchurch, he is not ever got the credit that he deserves he is today's modern johnny cash now i know he does not have full-blown country songs with fiddle and all that but the dude he i mean if he's got a problem with you he's gonna straight up tell you i mean that's the thing about mr Upchurch is you're not gonna get any bullshit he's not gonna beat you around the bush
1: no you know no definitely not he uh I'm going to tell you like he has all of these characteristics that I like, you know, but I, I respect him so much. I don't honestly think he's a bit of a genius. Yes. like I agree. You don't, you don't see people doing what he's doing. He's doing it all on his own. Exactly. I listened and- to a few of his interviews and I reached out to him you know, trying to get him, you know, to do an interview with us, but he hasn't yet maybe eventually we can that'd be great but um yeah but dude like i have so much respect for him and i never knew that it was possible for somebody to do that in yeah you know, country music i know rappers do it a lot like where they well i mean yeah you know, kanye west kind of did it that that's how he got big he was a producer but then he just kept promoting himself and then he told everybody he was a rapper but nobody believed him because all he was you know good for in the past was making beats, and then he finally came out and bam he is a killer rapper and he's a huge producer he is just an all around talent. I didn't know that mr. Upchurch had the same you know uh, plethora of talents, but he does yeah <laughs> he exactly and. Me.
2: I mean, he's an American rapper, singer, songwriter, comedian, and he's all from Cheatham County. He hasn't left where he come from, which is a little area right outside of Nashville, folks on the outskirts. Uh, he began his popularity as a comedian, creating creating videos and putting them all over social media platforms and he sold his own more merchandise. And I'm going to tell you what, he doesn't have a song that has not hit some sort of iTunes chart level. And that's pretty impressive to not have a major record deal.
1: Yeah. It's really impressive.
2: I mean, there's nobody else doing that. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's crazy, but anyways, so the first thing that I want to go ahead and play is uh, the very first time that I heard Luke Combs, I actually heard him in the Ryan Up Church video of Can I Get an Outlaw?
4: The parking lot. I founds in my back from so-called friends and teach the lie lot. There's snakes up in the grass, but bummer shit. I'm used to walking talk. If I feel you talking shit, won't second guess the jacket y'all. Today the world we live in realness tends to wash and fade
2: I mean, everything that he sings is believable. Yeah. Like I, I believe that he would straight up fucking tell you if he didn't like you.
1: Yeah. And I'll tell you one of the things that I like. I know he's not the biggest dude in the world, but I have no doubt in my mind that he wouldn't care to fight somebody.
2: Oh, he's the people's champ. Yeah. Well, (laughs) not name dropping his new album folks, but yeah, yeah. he's the country boy. I'm tell you what now he is like, okay. um, He's kind of like the Rocky for the rednecks
1: (laughs) if you could say
2: yeah like the rocky balboa of rednecks have you heard this one
4: fuck award shows fuck the radio and the new up-and-comer and and his female clothes with his glitter on his face and his pre-written songs he ain't from around here and neither is his boss fuck the guy in the office with his dear curl and his hands super soft like a teenage girl fuck social media (laughs) them long hashtags a bitch made album cover
2: looking like a probably beta male, he can break your heart with a mocha I mean I'm telling you what he just he don't care and the fans they have spoken
1: 3.6 million followers yeah that's well, what he is mean, he kind of he's in his own lane he he does what he wants to do he says what he wants to say He doesn't care if it bothers somebody. I mean, he's not going to get any backlash because guess what? He's not signed by a label. He could be, but he's not, he doesn't want to be, he wants to do everything himself. That's why he's a genius.
2: Well, you know, uh, Morgan Wallen teased the internet with Broadway girls. Okay. So Ryan takes and he gets his singer. They get together. They throw out the song before Morgan even has a chance. Still to this day, that version of Broadway Girls is much better, in my opinion. Now, Mr. Upchurch was actually hanging out in Nashville at, uh, I think it was Jason Aldean's. And he wanted to uh, meet Morgan because he heard Morgan was there. But it was kind of a not-so-welcoming party. And, of course, Ryan, in his uh, natural habitat, he just tells him go fuck off. Same way he did Luke Combs. Like Luke Combs asked them, can you take Luke Combs off the name of the video? Okay, that video, let's be exact. Because I'm going to tell you how many. 86 million views on that video. And that came out in 2015. And I can guarantee you. That it was probably halfway that before Luke hit the fame that he's at now. Right. Can we not say that had it not been for Upchurch just giving that little bit of push? I mean, Luke Combs is talented. He's a good songwriter. But you cannot go to bed tonight and not say, well, Upchurch did have a
1: little part in it. There's a possibility he did. But and you know i can understand why luke Combs won his name off of it and it's not because he thinks roundup church is going to bring it down but luke combs is now signed to a label and they have you know very strict you know things they have to follow so maybe i'd say they want exclusive rights and i'm sure that was you know part of the issue but well, here's my, part too. Yeah, <laughs> well,
2: here's my theory. So uh, you know, it was maybe the second album in that this video become a big deal to uh, Luke Combs' record label, which was bullshit. And at that time, Luke knew that he had enough fans that if he lost that record deal, he would still pick them up, still make his just much money, may not get the same radio airplay, but people would still show up. If he would have just had a set of balls and said no. I mean, that's the only time that I don't agree with what Luke done.
1: Well, you say he has a set of balls. When you're in a record deal, you have a set of balls, but they're being held by somebody else. Yeah, but only if you decide to let them. Well, they all decide that.
2: Yeah, but still. Still, I mean, there comes a point to when it's just like, are you going to tell me what I can say, what I can say, and what I can do? I mean, obviously they do if you expect the checks to still keep coming. But what I'm saying is if he would have stood up and said, guys, it's just a fucking video, you know, right. he would have still had the same amount of following that he has now. That's just my
1: opinion. I could be wrong but that's the way i see it well anytime you get into the weeds about you know record deals and all these labels and these huge corporations that have control over over things that they really shouldn't no they shouldn't no they shouldn't but that's the way it's all set up it's It's like a fucking bank really Uh, well it's a bank for old rich white dudes yeah (laughs) and the young artists for a long time they don't they don't really make a lot of money.
2: Well, I mean that that's the great thing with Ryan Upchurch is He doesn't have a label telling him what to do. He does. It does say online that he's with Holler boy records. And, uh, basically he's probably the CEO of that, oh, yeah. you know? So, uh, oh, which is
1: impressive. I may have found the reasoning. Okay. And all that because, because of the was, rebel flag on the guitar. I uh, know. Okay. Uh, Luke Combs has a publishing uh, deal with uh, Big Machine Music. Yeah. Big Machine, do you know that whole story with uh, Ryan Upchurch and Big Machine?
2: No, I don't.
1: Um so Ryan Upchurch went I heard this in the interview. Um I heard Ryan say this was own mouth. He said he went there and he played you know dumb. He acted like he didn't know any anything he act like he did had no idea how it all worked the guy who is over a big machine he gave him a contract of a record deal he gave it to him he signed the line and it said you know this is what you're agreeing to this is all of it he said it, it's right here for you that's what he asked for he asked for the contract yeah you know, ready to be signed he took it he waited three days. He got everything paid for for three days. They took him out to all these restaurants, all these fancy restaurants. They took him to all these clubs. He got to pop bottles with his boys. He got to do all kinds of stuff. He drank and ate and did all kinds of stuff on the wallet, uh, big machine records. And then he takes the contract with that has the guy's signature. And the guy, evidently, I don't, I don't know famous – uh, record label people you know it CEOs wasn't scott borchetta was it yes it was scott okay scott borchetta. okay yeah he signed it he has that framed in his house that contract with his signature he has it framed in his house he knew going in he was not gonna sign he went in he played dumb so then he has all of the legal information he, he has to have in order to sign other people or to do that. He has all that in front of him in that piece of paper. And plus he's got that as motivation to say, look, what a genius. You don't, you don't own me. I own myself. He said, this is my stuff. So uh, Luke Combs has a publishing deal with big machines. So there may be a little bit of sour grapes in there. If I had to guess, that has something
2: to do with it. I see what you're saying, because that was their way of getting back at uh, Upchurch by saying, Luke, we want you to do this. Possibly. That makes sense. That's a little bit of clarity. Now, it is really wild. But, you know, I could see Upchurch doing that because he just don't give a (laughs) shit. And that's that's why people like him, because he's honest. And you know what you're going to get. Now, I didn't know this until I did a little bit of history. Mr. Upchurch had a song with Clay Walker. Rock
4: well, Rocky State, two shows back to back, sold out in Kentucky. After this, let's hit the town and holler at some honey. One day won't we'll be jumping into no more crowds. And this southern accent is going to blow out. There's like the speakers in the venue that I break right now. But we got a while. now, I'm still younger.
2: I mean, Clay Walker is a big deal from the '90s. Yeah, and Clay said, "Fuck it, let's do it." You know, I mean, I he Upchurch is kind of like he's on my bucket list to see live. He really is. Cool.
1: You know. Did you ever hear about the uh, you know the outdoor festival they did in Evanson County? It was called like. Yes. He, uh, he talked well, about was that, that called. There. It's like the redneck rave or something. I'm not, it's not, that wasn't it. So was he there? Evidently when all that happened and the two girls collided on four wheelers and one of them died because she drowned in a mud puddle, but all the fans were being idiots and they wouldn't allow the helicopter to land. Wow. He left, but he, he hadn't played yet. He was getting ready to play and he left. He talked about in an interview and it had to be that you know uh concert venue because I remember when all that happened, it was this huge you know shitstorm for lack of a better term. Yeah, because you had all these you know rednecks high on crystal meth and everything else, they're just out there doing stupid shit. They're on four-wheelers and etv, you know, all kinds of stuff, like the gators the little side by sides they're doing stupid shit and putting each other in all kinds of danger from my understanding he was there and he was wow. getting ready to perform and that like i don't i don't remember how many people you know, died they're like two people died or three people died there's some from overdose and then some because they had head injury and they drowned um uh, they were a bunch of people that got rushed out to the hospital because they got in all kinds of. So, stuff.
2: so it sounds like the concert promoter wasn't worth a
1: fuck. Well, it was on a farm, and if I'm not mistaken, that's the first time they'd ever had that concert. Mm. They were wanting to do it. Well, you don't a- bring a
2: major star,
1: <laughs>
2: you no, know, they, to a bunch of rednecks.
1: They had a lot of people there. He was telling the people that they had, and I had heard of some of them, so. It wasn't just people that were you know no names. They had yeah. some actually you know, pretty good size, you know
2: wow. artists. Well, you know, one of one of the coolest songs that um I that he has that I feel like relates to most of his fans is this one right here.
4: The only poison I've had is I the only man I fear is God. No snakes can make me run now Cause I've been bit by a all No bug can stare me down No neighbor can shut me up I'm off the grid and I'm off my rocker I'm off in the holler so we
2: And, you know, the great thing about him is like there's four and five year old boys singing this song, you know, and with all the money that he has, you will never see a video of him in a 2021 uh, Ford F-150. No. He's a 90s guy. Like he will spend a fuck ton to make a 90s truck look good.
1: You know, hey, I heard him talk about that, too. He said that's the only thing he spends, you know, extra money on. Yeah. because he likes you know souped up vehicles. But- well, you know,
2: you know, recently there was a guy in Paintsville, Kentucky. Now, <laughs> this is hilarious, Johnny Gobble. <laughs> I mean, you got to go check that video out, man. Oh, I thought I you mean- were
1: talking about yeah you know, souped up vehicle. I thought you were talking about the limo with the stripper's pole on the on the trunk. <laughs> You're talking oh
2: okay, no. I remember seeing it. that ad. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, also and actually that was that was in Pikeville though. I'm sorry. It yeah. was not painful. Well, anyways,
2: Johnny Gobble, you guys just go check it out. Johnny Gobble and Ryan Up Church. This guy goes on social media, talks all of this trash about Ryan, and Ryan takes the time to call him out. And that's what I like because it's not drama. It's him facing his haters and saying, look, motherfucker, I ain't scared. I don't have a record deal telling me what to do. I will tell you right now if you disrespect me. But it all started over a boy named Justin Adams, who Upchurch kind of took under his wing and this song right here has 40 million views. Oh, yeah.
4: There's a bridge on River Road where I painted my name. With a couple of buddies with John Deere spray paint. We used to smoke on the green after the sun hit the hay and made it home by nine. Or daddy's temper would blaze. In them high school front door shit, we were straight out the back. sitting in a distance chewing red man up by the back. Straight pipe on the five, seven made us feel badass. Sitting in the senior pocket, like cranking up Johnny Cash. My grades, they wasn't great, but my heart is nothing but gold. Hospitality's priceless, it ain't about trading a soul. So before you judge my cover, won't you dive in my soul and burn up from another life? I'm like 200
2: years old. I mean, right there, I love that line where it's like, you know, back then we used to fight, we didn't call the law mm-hmm. back in the old days. And you know, you, you're from Kentucky. You're from Tayville. <laughs> I mean, you go to the church, you fight, you're either friends or you don't talk again unless you think you want to try it again. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, that's that's one thing about you know guys when they fight. Well, I mean, you know, at least how it was where I'm from. You know, if two guys got in a fight, odds are after that they were gonna be, you know, friends, or if not, you know, they weren't enemies. They respect each other unless right. it was you know, over a girl and then you never know but yeah two girls when they fought they hated each other for life
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they were Still.
1: enemies for the rest of the time
2: right. and and i really feel like up church is kind of the last generation that we will ever have of guys like that you know who uh is okay with going to the church and fighting without packing guns and and calling mama or calling the cops, you know it. It's a dying breed,
1: and I really hate to see it. Especially, I mean, you having boys. I don't think it's a dying breed. I think there's a lot of people out there, but they're not really talking about it. You know, they're yeah, they're the, well, you know, that, there's a lot that is, some of the younger generation are becoming sissies. Well, no, they're already sissies. Yeah, and it's yeah, you know, society that has kind of yeah, you know, curved them that way, yeah. but. I'll guarantee you. I actually think he has this in a song. You know, you can take the boy out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the boy. Exactly. You're not going to take, you know, that mentality out of, you know, boys heads who grew up in the hills of Kentucky or Tennessee and the mountains of Eastern Kentucky and West Virginia and Eastern Tennessee. You're not taking that out of them because it's a mentality. It's in our DNA. It's how we're, Raised, it's what we're around when we grew up, and that's all we know. Yeah, now you go out to LA, you're gonna get slapped, um, by some dude with his nails painted, right? Right, and uh,
2: the thing is about Mr. of Church is not everybody's gonna like him, not everybody has to like him, Mm -mm. but you're not gonna talk trash and him not confront you over it, you know, and that's what I like about him at the end of the day.
1: He is the rednecks people's champ. Yeah, he is. I'll tell you one thing that, like, as far as him, yep you know, fighting whoever, I don't really care about that part. I mean, I appreciate somebody who's going to stand up for themselves and not going, yeah, you know, not going to let you know somebody walk all over them. I do appreciate that. Um, but I'll tell you what I like is. And when you grow up in the south in the country you get a lot of stereotypes where if somebody hears you talk they automatically assume that you're stupid right and it's just it's a stigma that has went on for years and years and years and i assume it's always going to be like that but he he kind of lets people know that yeah i sound like this but look at me i've made it I've made it because maybe I'm not so stupid. Yeah. Maybe we're not that stupid. Maybe you're just underestimating us. And I appreciate anybody who comes out of the country and is able to make something of themselves and let everybody around them look a little bit, you know, brighter because we get beat down so much coming from the country. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And I hate it. I hate it. It pisses me off so bad. Yeah. But, yeah.
2: I agree. I'm in that same boat with you. And, you know, uh, also, I know up church, you know, you've either heard him rap, say something funny, or cuss somebody out. But the guy does have a big heart. He's done a lot of charitable things that don't make the news. He's gave money to uh, a lot of organizations that help children. Uh, There was also a family that he bought a van for and i mean even christmas gifts for and i mean mr Upchurch. without saying it would be on my bucket list to one day either hear you live or mm-hmm. you give us a shout out or whatever you feel like doing but mm. you're you're a five star in my book that's where i'm gonna go ahead and go
1: with the rating man all right you going five stars i Good am on. just
2: for the simple i know and He's gonna do so much more without that record label. I feel like we're gonna get a better version of him because he doesn't have the industry making him sing songs that are not him.
1: Yeah, he's not tied down to to. I mean, even one genre. He raps. He sings country music. He does rock albums. Yeah, um, I love that. So for that, he gets a star from me. Second star, actually. we play stuck on 17 and i love that song yes it is a great great song um on spotify there's not a lot of songs of his on there it's just it's all country songs it it doesn't have any of the rap and stuff and that's what i had to go off of when i looked him up i did find some stuff you know you know other places but at first i just assumed all his catalog will be on there but then you think about it he's his own label so odds are he's probably not on every you know platform right but you know the fact that he he, he's a he's a country genius yeah he really is because he owns all of it he owns all his stuff he takes care of all his people he does um he's honest he's true to himself i give him a star for if you know for the fact that he owns everything thing he does that's a star he gets another star because how he is with the people around him and how he represents where he's from i'm gonna give him four stars in total i'm not gonna give him five he's just too young for me to give him five stars uh i look forward to seeing what he does in the future because the sky's the limit i mean this man cannot be stopped by anybody but himself i'd like to see him in a movie he said he wanted to get into acting. So I,
2: I could see him doing movies.
1: Yeah, I could see that too. Um Yeah, I mean, I think he can do whatever he wants. He's not tied down. He's not he's not being held back by anybody. He controls his destiny. And right now, he has uh, placed himself on the fast track to doing whatever the hell he wants to do. And I love that. I respect him. I appreciate him. And I'm rooting for him. That's all so, I got to so, say. So so what's your stars? Four. It's four. Four. Okay,
2: five here. And I'm telling you what, folks, there's not a lot there's a lot of mainstream podcasts that would kind of fear putting this out there, but we don't because we're honest. And if it costs us a couple less views, that's fine. Because at the end of the day, folks need to know that Up Church is somebody that deserves at least a little bit of your time to go check out his music, whether you like him or not.
1: He's country. It, yeah.
2: I mean, when you talk about country, you cannot talk about it without including him somewhere.
1: He's more country than a lot of folks. Oh, yeah, we without
2: do a doubt. Without a doubt. All right, folks. Well, that's all that I've got. You got anything, Jordan?
1: No, that's it. I appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, trust us to listen to another one and stay with us. Stay tuned. If there's you know, somebody you want to listen to, you know, reach out to us on Facebook's the best way. Um, I am working on the Instagram page, although we really don't take a lot of pictures. So <laughs> I don't know yeah. what we can do. Uh, but, yeah, we got some exciting stuff coming up. And Yes, uh, we do. Don't get left behind. Don't get don't get caught with your pants down when you should be listening to the country music critic. That's right. And we're gonna close it out with the people's <laughs> champ.
4: TV group of number three. Here's a check of flag. Let me grab a course and take a picture with this tote. That Sterling Marlin sponsors. Only rednecks gon' know that. why Whitey stomping rappers like a West Virginia toe-tap. Sick as fucking not rocking the hazmat mask. Only rocking this Caucasian baddie with a
0: calumniate slander traduce vilify or be malign in any way why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words don't like it thanks for joining us on the country music critic and we'll catch y'all next time